Hi, I'm Miranda Malasani. Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike is brought to you by Nature's Emporium, your neighborhood health food store offering everything natural and organic with three locations in York Region to help you to eat well and live better. For more information, visit naturesemporium.com and follow them on social for all things health at Nature's Canada. And welcome to Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike. Jim Lang for round two with Dr. Mike Carosa. Good morning, Dr. Mike. I hope everyone's having a good time. Uh, this is a busy, busy time. Just a reminder, Robin the Road is at the Health Expo today. So look for him, Robin the Road, doing his thing. But uh, lots going on, Dr. Mike. Yes, yes, Jim. And thank you for coming on the show again, Jim. It was really amazing to have you uh, last week and now this week again. And I appreciate this segment on uh, sports rehabilitation and sports medicine. I think, you know, we have a lot to talk about. And of course, you're with your background and expertise in sort of sports analyst. And, you, you know, you got a lot to uh, in, in being an athlete yourself. I mean, there's a lot for us to talk about. Well, there is a lot to talk about. Unfortunately, I'm still sort of a, a wannabe athlete and performing and trying to play out there. And concussions is the big story, not just professional athletes, but weekend warriors and my kids seeing some of my their friends deal with concussions. Uh, let's talk about concussions, and which can happen in almost any sport right now. Yeah, and this is a big topic right now. This is not only just the pro athletes. This is our youngsters. This is our kids. This is the 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 growing individuals that actually don't end up making it to pro sports because they get they get some TBIs, which is traumatic brain injury. So some kind of brain injury will debilitate an individual and bring them to that level in terms of you know them not being able to play. You know, we've seen it in pro hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, we know some uh, some some major hockey players who actually couldn't play anymore because Eric Lindros, uh, number one, he's a he's a big one. Yeah, I mean he had like four or five concussions that we know of. That we know of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the whole other side of the, yeah. of the spectrum, right, uh, Jim? I mean, the idea is you know a lot of players are playing through. Right. There's a lot of stress. You got to feed the family. You want to play up in the big leagues. You don't want to talk about your sort of injury, and you'll play through it. Now, I mean, one thing they've done in Ontario is Rowan's Law because of a, a young female um, high school rugby player who died from a multiple concussions. And yes. now the, anywhere you go on high school athletics and amateur rinks, it's the stop, sit, and report. So, hey, I've been hit. Stop playing. Get off the field. Get off the ice. I, talk exactly. to someone and sit down and take care of it. Don't keep playing through it. Yeah, no. And, and, and let's face it. 10% of all contact sport athletes experience a concussion. That's 10% of all people playing. That's a huge number. Now, if you break it down, you talk about in terms of, you know, you can, we can even talk about in terms of fatalities, you know, obviously football being the number one in terms of fatalities, 65, 95% of head injuries are related to uh, fatalities. So, I mean, it could actually cause detriment and even death. And we're even seeing in the elite levels of soccer, that ball is screaming it at such a high velocity. When they're heading the ball in, they're getting little mild mini concussions and it starts to add up. Absolutely. And you know, the, the idea is you don't have to just smack your head against the boards. You don't have to smack your head against a hard object. And, and yes, a ball is hard and you could be heading it. I think one of the really interesting stats is, you know, um, soccer's up there with, with injuries, uh, in terms of concussions as well. So you have soccer. So how the hierarchy, the, the hierarchy is predominantly is y- you have cycling. Cycling's a big where you have some concussions, obviously uh, a big number. From well, accidents, from falling off the bike? Correct. Oh. Correct. About 40,000 uh, annually. Huge. Hmm. Uh, once you, it, it starts coming down, obviously um, football is is right up there yeah. and so is hockey, but then soccer, right? Because it's that unprotected. So 
what's really good and you want to prevent and prevention, we're going to talk about prevention. We'll talk about a lot of things about prevention, but you definitely want to keep things like your helmet on. But in a sport like soccer, because you brought it up, I think it's important. You don't have a helmet. We have nothing. And it's yet to be determined whether this is something that is going to be necessary moving forward. But yeah, you're right. That high velocity ball striking at you when you don't think and you can't even think twice. I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to, you know, it's not about just hitting your head. It's about, you know, allowing it's, it's, it's your brain in your, in, in its, uh, in the skull actually shaking and vibrating and it depends and it's getting bruised. And if that gets bruised, that's a TBI. I think more than anything, the majority of people don't really understand what is a concussion. What, what, how do I know if my child has a concussion or I have a concussion? What are the signs saying, wait, I better see a medical specialist because I think I have a problem. So temporary loss of consciousness is probably a big one. Nausea, vomiting is also huge. I mean, in terms of a doctor going into an ER, you want to uh, look at the patient to make sure the papillary reflex. So you look at their pupils, make sure they're equally opening at the same time. Oh. Um, but any kind of loss of cause consciousness, uh, ringing in the ears, uh, even as little as that, uh, obviously a child will say, Hey, I saw stars. That's actually a big red flag. And all, uh, all TBIs, traumatic brain injuries should be taken seriously. So you can't just, you know, Hey, let's put my son in a room now and just leave him in a dark room. Let him go to sleep. Like they previously thought this is no longer the, the, the case we need to take, um, we need to take action with these with these kids now. And and I know from uh, reading some stories and doing research on my own, from you know hearing the stories, you get one concussion. The next hit to get the second one doesn't have to be as hard as the first one. Is that correct? Correct. Because probably, most definitely, you didn't recover from the first one properly to begin with. And we know that. I mean, we can even talk to the to point about, and I think that some pro athletes can discuss. And we're going to have somebody on our show, um, Dr. Ryan Sachitano. He's going to come in and talk about, in, t- in terms of things, Dr. Ryan's going to speak about a his personal injuries and what he's seen uh, and and how that will actually take somebody out of a sport because being a pro athlete and now, of course, he's a doctor. He wrote a book. We're going to have him on. We're going to talk about things like diet, nutrition, what else we can do to prevent. But most importantly, I think I think what we can discuss in, in today's show is about, is about awareness. You know, it's, it's about awareness that, you know, and I'll just tell you a story, Jim. Last weekend, I had my son on the IC6 and he smacked his head pretty hard against the boards. Hmm. It, it pretty hard, pretty hard that, you know, I looked at it and I'm just like, I hope he gets up. And, and we see this, right, Jim, we see this in sports, you know, because it really, when we see these athletes go down, we're not related to these athletes, but can you imagine what the family is seeing when they see a guy go down and he's really not moving? And then when he puts his thumb up or he says something to say, Hey, I'm okay. Right. It's, it's a little mm. bit reassuring, but it's, it's scary when you see these athletes Absolutely. go down, you know, when you get a, get a big check against the boards and that athlete's not getting back up or it's a head to head injury. But in terms of my son, so my wife ran down by the time she ran down, my son got up and he knows I was watching him from the window above. And he looked at me and he gave me the thumbs up. He's like, dad, I'm good. But there's, there's some things to talk about regarding that injury. You know, what do we do? Oh, do we, do we put him in a room? Do we let him just tell, you know, we asked him if he was okay. I looked at him, I assessed him. He was fine. It was a hard hit. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, Jim. I mean, if it was another child, I'm not sure if that child, you know, cause it depends on the individual. And we're going to talk about that in terms of nutrition and diet. It depends on the in- individual in terms of what that individual can actually, uh, is, is predisposed to. 
Isn't it true that the teenage, especially male teenagers, are more susceptible concussions from contact injuries than, say, a kid six or seven or a female of the same age? Actually, uh, it's it's a little bit... Because uh, I've heard stories about that. Yeah, no, no, it, it, you're right. But unfortunately, the, the latest stat actually shows that women are more pre, um, susceptible to oh. uh, TBIs. And, and actually, the concussion rates are actually highest in female um, soccer players. Really? So there's something to be said about the infrastructure in terms of the brain of young females. I mean, you can look at some of the research, but as it's, as it's, it's um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, you know, it starts early. And you want to protect your kids. I mean, so what they're doing now, and I think we'll talk about this in our next section, is we're, we have to take a stance. Like there's things that we have to do because society has changed and we have to reinforce things like the building block. The building block of our brain has to get changed. We need to fuel the cells that are necessary. So we're going to talk about some things in terms of diet and what types of diets are extremely important and how we can facilitate the brain to be a preventative in terms of protective. So my son got a brain injury potentially like he got hit in the boards. I mean, Jim, if you would have saw it, like everybody said, Oh wow. Like just, you heard it in the crowd. I mean, it's, uh, but I mean, if that was another kid and he wasn't on the diet that he was on, I'm pretty sure that it would have been a Hmm. different event. Hmm. When we come back, how diet can help and hurt sport injuries. This is health as wealth on one Oh five, nine of the region. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Have a question for Dr. Mike. Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059theregion or email us info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 1059 The Region and welcome back to Health is Wealth. I'm with Dr. Mike. I'm Jim Lang with my co-host today, of course, Dr. Mike Rosa. We continue our conversation about sports injuries and, and, and this is something that I've heard a lot about. I'm dying to hear your input how diet can help prevent or at least cut down the severity of your sports injury. Okay, so first, you know, let's look at let's look at the infrastructure. We have to look at the brain itself. You know, we're going to talk about concussions because I think that's predominantly, right, Jim, you can agree. I mean, that's the predominantly the number one injury that gets sustained and we're seeing it more and more. Actually, it's, it's becoming more common. What's really good is, um, you know, athletic um, institutions are actually taking this serious today. Right. Well, they, well, they had to, and they actually had to retrain the minor hockey coach, the high school volleyball coach. You name the sport, they had to actually properly train them to identify and exactly. say, get that kid off the playing field. That's it. You know, and, and so, you know, get them off the playing field, lie them down. That's not good. I mean, get them off the playing field, obviously get away from the contact again and take them out for a duration to get them assessed as key, but you want to keep them active. You still want to keep them active. You still want to get their brain because the research shows that getting these, staving these people off sort of any kind of activity is actually more harmful than good. So that's number one. So like just sitting in a dark room or going inside, that's something that you don't want to do. But let's look at the infrastructure. Let's look at the brain itself. The brain itself is a big fatty acid membrane predominantly. It's, it's built up of fats. So 40% of our brain is built up of fats. I don't know if you knew that, Jim. I did not. So 40% of the brain is comprised predominantly of DHA. And DHA is the cosahexanoic acid. Now you can get that from fish. And I know you like to eat That's fish. That's why they call that brain food, right? Correct. Oh. Correct. And, and obviously, you you know, the big uh, notion of eating fish will make you smart. Hmm. Um, and and there, is some, there is some research to that as well. But predominantly, DHA, 
you know, let's look at the fish itself. The fish gets that from the plankton, the phytoplankton that they eat. So the algae, right? Because mm-hmm. that's predominantly, so you can get algal sources of DHA. So that fish is actually going to go out there and it's going to produce DHA and EPA. But let's talk about the brain itself. 40% of our brain, Jim, is comprised of DHA. So that's the infrastructure. Now, Dr. Lewis, who's a concussion uh, expert and he's well known, you know, he, he created an analogy. And he spoke to this point and he made a reference of, you know, the brick and mortar of our brain is DHA, the brick and mortar. So Jim, if you could envision, if you had a brick wall break down on, let's say your house and it would somehow get deteriorated, what would you do? What would you use to build that wall back up? Probably. Well, well if it was, the, I would use like the cement and the concrete to put bricks back up to rebuild it. But right? you would use the same brick, right, Jim? I would hope. <laughs> Exactly. And that's the key because if our brain is predominantly DHA and we want to re- rehabilitate our brain from an injury, we want to make sure we put that DHA oh, back in. Right. Okay. And that's the analogy is because, you know, the whole infrastructure, infrastructure of our brain gets deteriorated as a result of an injury such as this. So two things that have been well-documented and well-researched. First of all, DHA, the cosahexanoic acid, that's the omega-3 fatty acid from fish, but actually can be from a vegetarian source. For our listeners out there, you don't have to just rely on the fish oil. That's number one. Now, number two, if you look at the research, first of all, having a diet rich in things like DHA initially will not only prevent, will not only prevent and help uh, the healing process early on from a concussion, but secondary, when you take it as a result of having concussion, it will actually heal faster and you can recover much quickly. So, you know, I'll give you my, my take in terms of what I think every single youngster needs to, to, to consume, but, um, an omega six score test will tell you your omega six to omega three ratio, Jim. Hmm. And I'll have you do it one day. I can bring in a kit. Sure. It's really easy. Just a finger prick. Okay. And, and we mail it off. Anyways, we'll get the, we'll get your omega-6 to omega-3 ratio. And if your ratio is in favor of omega-6, you're more pro-inflammatory. Okay. So if it's, if it's in favor of omega-3, which I've never seen in practice, uh, in certain individuals, um, and, and obviously once we're working with individuals and these athletes, this is where you want to see them. So ideally... You know, things like DHA is something that's extremely important. And they're actually putting in this, this in the infant formula. I don't know if you knew that, Jim, but they're actually giving DHA. So DHA is very important for the infant development phase. Brain development, et cetera. Correct. Yeah. And, and you got to keep that going. You have to keep that going. So early in life, it's necessary and they're on after. So, you know, for all our listeners out there, if you got a kid in, in co- any kind of contact sports, soccer, hockey, football, you know, even basketball, by the way, you know, could, could yep. have, you yep. could have a, an injury. You want to put your kid on a fish oil. And if they're intolerant to fish, they can't have fish. Guess what? There's an algae source that will still give you the DHA, which is what the fish eat. So you'll be okay. And it's that idea of getting the cell membranes more anti-inflammatory. But it's not just inflammation. It's more getting the cells the structure they need to actually form the neurological development. But is there a, pl- um, a plant, vegetable, or fruit other than fish that would do you any good? Well, we got some turmeric shots uh, here today from Nature's Emporium. I brought them in for you, Jim. Oh. Now, you just shake it up. Um, really, really amazing. I mean, it's obviously uh, very... Um, uh, pungent, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. we're, I, I don't know if you've had a, a turmeric or ginger shot, you know, the same idea. Yeah, it's got, a, 
it is strong. So this is one thing that you can take. And you know, we took we 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 brought some uh, other guests on the show to talk about like turmeric and actually taking a high doses of this. But this is like a cold pressed juice, real fresh, hundred percent organic, and you take it, and you're gonna get that anti-inflammatory effect. So something like turmeric would actually help concussions. Okay. You know, and also things after like, the fact. Well, before or after, okay. but for sure after, because we want to have that anti-inflammatory. Listen, you have that concussion, the, the cells are being inflamed. What can we do? And you bring in something like turmeric and it'll become that anti-inflammatory like effect. And this is something that you can get uh, at your local nature's emporium for sure. What about nuts or grapes or anything like that? How would they help you? Okay. So the resveratrol. Uh, which is from the skin of grapes is an antioxidant that is res- that is responsible and actually there's a lot of data on this to actually help recovery from things like uh, concussions and at the same time will help um, the brain cells. No kidding. Yeah, I did not know that. Okay, so that we- glass of wine, that glass of wine you have at night, the red wine, of course, <laughs> not the white wine, will actually help you a little bit along the way. Yeah, my wife likes her white wine. So <laughs> when we come back, we meet the author of. A butt to behold. I'm not kidding. Stick around. We'll explain. This is Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike on 105.9 The Region. Hi, I'm Miranda Malasani. Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike is brought to you by Nature's Emporium, your neighborhood health food store offering everything natural and organic. Make it your one-stop destination for freshly prepared meals, clean beauty products, nutraceuticals, and nutrient-dense options in every aisle. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike. I'm Jim Lang, sitting in for Tina Cortez. My co-host is Dr. Mike Carosa. Mike, we've got a special guest today, don't we? We do, uh, Jim. I'm really excited. So not only do we have yourself here, which is really amazing, but we have uh, Dr. Ryan Shakitano. He's here. He's in the house. Dr. Ryan, thank you for coming on the show. Amazing. Thank you guys for having me. Well, I mean, he's not just a guest. He's an author of a book, A Butt to Behold. And this is not sort of a, an homage to J-Lo and all the great superstar women of Hollywood and music. This is about the importance of your pelvis, of your glutes, uh, your core, your basically the foundation of your body. Absolutely. 100%. yeah. Because I think so many people, because I still work out, I see them in the gym. They do some curls, a little bench, and from like mid-chest down, they do nothing. Yeah. Zero attention given to that lower body. It's insane. And it's it's like trying to put a house on little uh, two-by-fours and hope it's going to stay. It'll never hold up. Yeah, 100%. So why why do people not worry about their core, their glutes, and their thighs to make sure their, their physical foundation is strong? It's not part of that beach body, Jim. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to. They 100% need to. And the, the sort of idea behind the book or why I wrote the book was in part because of my sports background, which we'll touch on, I'm sure, but the more I saw in my clinical practice, different injuries of the lower body uh, or even the low back, the more I could take a step back and say, okay, let's look at what's causing this injury or some of the predisposing factors that led to the straw that broke the camel's back. And invariably, I would find stuff around the hips and the glutes. Because uh, the reason I'm, I'm so passionate about this, I'd say about 18, 19 years ago, I had a pretty bad sciatic injury. Right. And then through physical therapy and that, I realized from about mid uh, a gut down, my foundation was horrible. Right. So I had to change everything because I was a typical 80s, 90s gym guy. Right. And, and, and as a result, my body tried to compensate and then my sciatic went and I was in pain and I had to fix that to, to prevent it. Right, exactly. And oftentimes people take that injury in isolation and just treat that sciatica, but it sounds like you took the step back and said, okay, what's causing this? And let's address that, which is awesome. Yeah. And, and I love that Dr. Ryan brings that, uh, you know, that presence because at the end of the day, we're both naturopathic doctors and we're going to talk about how you became a naturopathic doctor, true, true inspiration actually. Um, but 
most importantly, finding the root cause, right, Dr. Ryan? That's the key. You know, all of our listeners out there, you know, they, they, we, we always speak to point of this. We always discuss this. We, we have to find the root cause of many issues. And I think he, he knocked it out of the park by um, not only, you know, producing and, and um, writing the book, but, you know, the pelvic girdle is pretty predominantly responsible in a lot of the issues that arise, you know, even including knee and back and low back pain. Right, Dr. Ryan? Yeah, 100%. I'll give you a, an example, a clinical example. So I had a, a teenage soccer player come in to see me with a uh, medial meniscus tear, what I thought was a medial meniscus hmm. tear. So I assessed them. I said, this is probably what's going on. I'll treat your medial meniscus for sure. But let's take a step back and say, okay, what predisposing factors led to that medial meniscus having that extra stress put on it. And it turns out his hip internal rotation or one of the rotations at his hip was very, very limited. So I treat his knee, but I also say, okay, let's treat that as well. So when you come back to playing, not only are you at uh, sort of a better stage you were before, but you're also at less risk of re-injury. And Ryan, I hear from so many pro athletes, people don't realize this, the NHL, NBA, they're always compensating physically, sometimes without realizing it. And the trainers, that's why they're putting in so, so many long hours because they realize it's not just your shoulder. It's not just your back or your knee. There's something else in your body that Absolutely. we have to go all the way back to the beginning of the map to find it. Right, yeah. And when I was playing soccer, so that's part of the reason sort of behind the book as well, I was training for an upcoming season when I was playing at the University of Toronto and I was uh, hitting 50, 60-yard passes repeatedly. So that was oh. part of my job as a player. And my pelvis and hips ended up sort of shifting and I was misdiagnosed with a herniated disc because of the symptoms I was experiencing, like that tingling down the legs, the numbness, the severe low back pain. Turns out it was never my disc at all. It was all around the pelvis, all around those hips. But you were that out of alignment. I was that out of alignment, yeah, unfortunately. And but how that, long did it take to get it back into alignment? Once I knew what the problem was, within a few weeks. Oh, okay. But I dealt with this for, for years. Finding, no finding the yeah. root cause, right, Jim? That's the idea. And I think that's an amazing story. I want to touch on that right right now. I think it's important. Um so here's the story, and, and Jim, you know, uh, you know, we have kids, and you know, we tell our kids, you know, to, who are pro athletes, who potentially want to become pro athletes, and say, hey, look, you know what? Let's get an education just in case, you know, um, so it doesn't work out. Maybe you get injured, right, Jim? I mean, you want to make sure you have that education. Dr. Ryan is that example. So here's a here's a pro athlete, um, and as a result of having injury. Uh, uh, several injuries, right, Dr. Ryan? I mean, I think you had a few. Mm -hmm. I mean, he became a naturopathic doctor. And what I want to talk about is, first of all, kudos to you because, you know, it's it's opening up a whole different, um, you know, uh, style of practice where I think you can actually, uh, you know, be, be one with the actual individual and the athlete because you've been there, right? Right. So tell us, a, yeah, tell us about your story. Yeah, so I was heavy into soccer, Um well, you made it pro, right? I mean, I was with Toronto FC, yes, at the age of 20, absolutely. So wow. I was at the University of Toronto at the age of 18. I started there. Mm -hmm. um, and I always knew I wanted to give soccer a shot, but I knew I wanted to be a doctor, whether that happened when I was 25, 35, 45, whatever it was. Once my soccer career was done, I wanted to play, I wanted to be a doctor. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, going to my third year U of T, as we were talking about, I got injured pretty severely because of that pelvis, uh, that pelvic issue. On top of that, I had suffered a few concussions along the way. Um, so from heading the ball? From he uh, I took an elbow to the head. Okay. Yeah, and the previous one was an elbow to the side of the head, so it's it was been it's been a road. And it happens to that level of soccer. Well, we mentioned that. And, uh, yeah. We just mentioned that, uh, Dr. Ryan, of course, and, and, and soccer being a sport that not a lot of people think that concussions actually, it's 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 prevalent. Hey, basketball, you're in the key? Those are big men. And yeah. it, 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 accidents happen. You can get really banged around. Oh, yeah. Elbows are flying for sure in there. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. So the, I had finished off that third year at the University of Toronto. I'd battled through that injury with a low back pain. 
Um, I had suffered a few concussions in the past and I was questioning at that time. It's like, okay, I know I want to be a doctor. Can I risk continuing to play, taking another shot to the head or whatever damage I'm doing to the low back, keeping in mind my ultimate goal is to one day be able to take care of people. So I decided after resting that off season, I was like, you know what, let's keep going. Let's give this a shot. Uh, ended up having an exhibition game against one of the academy teams at Toronto FC, uh, who was coached at the time by Danny Dicchio. And oh, he, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's awesome guy, awesome coach. Shout out to Danny Dicchio. Um, he ended up inviting me in for a tryout a few weeks later and um, made his team. But a week before the season started, I ended up having a relapse in the symptoms in the low back. Hmm. So again, numbness, tingling, you name it. I go and see one of the practitioners there who's an athletic therapist uh, becoming a naturopath. And he sort of does that, what we talked about before, takes a step back and says, okay, what could be causing some of these symptoms? He goes, I'm 80, 90% sure it's not your disc. And I was like in shock. I'm like, I, here I am thinking I relapsed and had a, another issue with my disc and uh, ends up being like we we're talking about issues with the pelvis. Um, so he gets me back playing within about a week or so and I end up making my pro debut a few, a few months later. And I think it was Liverpool, right? He was against Liverpool yeah. in July 2012. No kidding. Yeah. 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 Well, what a way. I mean, you can always say you played mighty Liverpool. That's yeah. nothing wrong with that, dog. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, the, the exercises in the book, A Butt to Behold, they're not intimidating. I mean, right. anyone, no matter what age, can do their all simple body weight exercises yep. designed for you to get the most out of your core and your butt. And obviously, you must have written that and performed that with getting as many average people in mind to be aware of how important this is. Exactly. And and that's sort of my goal, right? It doesn't matter if you're a 25-year-old pro athlete or a 75-year-old with osteoarthritis in their knee. I want you to be able to be as active as you can be. And a lot of it, like we've been talking about, goes back to the hips and the glutes. So I definitely had that in mind when I was putting together that program as and I must think, we sit so much now yes. that is something like this, even how many minutes a day could make a big difference? It, that's a 30-minute a day program. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And the thing I love about this show is what both of you gentlemen bring to the table is an athlete, even Sidney Crosby, when he broke in the NHL at 05-06 season, what he eats and how he trains 15 years later is completely different because the evolution is nonstop. The people are saying, maybe you need to incorporate this exercise for your core. Maybe you need to incorporate he, this for your diet because he did have a concussion problem at what time in his life. More fish, less beef, and that's never stops. Yeah, exactly. And you look at all other major athletes, one of which is, is, is quite important is Tom Brady. Well, well I mean... I mean, he's in his mid-40s, like still playing elite-level NFL because he's 100% committed to naturopathic diet and exercise every day. Every, every day. day. Yeah. Every day. And it pains and, me as a Dolphins fan. I'm, but I know. Is. I'm a Raiders fan. <laughs> yeah, it kills yeah. me. But, I, look, I mean, I look. He's he lives it. He walks he the walk. He doesn't just say stuff. I mean, he actually lives the plant-based naturopathic life and the proof is he's still in his 40s playing as well as anybody in the NFL yeah and I think that's the key I think I think the key is you know you got to piece this all together it's not just you know conditioning yourself in the gym and doing some of these great exercises you know you got to eat right to feel great and let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. I think that's pretty much how we uh, we take this. Um, and, and that's the approach, Jim. I mean, you know, in that whole, um, you know, we talked about, you know, one of the games in the NFL this past weekend um, was, you know, we saw... Um, was was a huge concussion. A player walked off the field, you know, had blood coming out of his ears and he was just down. And we're just like, you know, you're just praying for the guy. And you're just like, you know, so more and more pro athletes are adopting to this model, this plan. They have model. no choice. They have no choice. The book is called A Butt to Behold, A Great Butt, 
has the power to change your life. Truer words were never spoken. <laughs> Dr. Mike, if our listeners want to connect with you or Dr. Ryan at Apple Med Clinic, how can they do that? So first off, I'd like to welcome Dr. Ryan to our family. And in terms of uh, the Apple Med Center, you know, you can reach us at 3560 Rutherford Road. We're unit 45, you know, Apple Med ca is our website 905-417-4000 you can reach us and of course you know apple med clinic uh on igtv and you heard it first on apple med tv right now and we're doing this wonderful interview with both jim and thank you jim for coming on and and and, and Ma, so i learned a lot in. today please. thank you dr ryan for coming on and bringing a, a copy of your book and we look forward to getting some patients healthy we really do but that's what it's all about that's our show for this week if you missed any part of health as wealth go to the website 1059theregion.com i'm jim lang thanks for listening be healthy check out dr mike and health as wealth every week on 1059 the region. We'll see you soon.